wonder what success actually means? How do you get it? And how do you keep it? We all want it, yet sometimes it feels only some of us get to have it. Hi, Teresa and Blair here. We are two badass entrepreneurs, best-selling authors, coaches, and business mentors who have had success, felt success, questioned our own success, and reclaimed it. Let's be real for a hot minute. 2020 has been a roller coaster ride, and many of us have started to wonder if they'll lose the things that made them successful. So we got curious, raw and real, about what success is truly about. Can you put it in a box? How can you get it? Can people take it away, or are you the one with the power? Does it mean the same to all of us, or are we the ones that create it? From PGA golf pros to doctors, CEOs, entrepreneurs, and spiritual mentors. We get together to meet with successful people from around the globe to dissect success through vibrant conversations and interviews. Make sure you click the subscribe button on the App Store because each week we will drop a new episode to bust through the myths around success and dissect its true meaning. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Dissecting Success. I am your co-host, Teresa Lambert. I am here with the fabulous one and only Blair Kaplan Venables has just been on major stages and we have a really cool cat in the house today and I'm so excited to introduce you to this guest, Effie Casantrinos. Effie actually both graduated from the University of Maryland in 2003 and she served as the executive assistant to multiple investment bankers at JP Morgan from 2003 until 2014. A business opportunity for her husband brought her to Las Vegas in 2014, where she worked as an executive assistant to the CFO and general counsel at the Cosmopolitan Hotel. Maybe you've been, some of you listening. And she did that for about six and a half years. But since she has left the hotel business to focus on her role as the co-owner and CFO of Casentrinos International, as well as she is the control of her husband's multi-state restaurant franchise business. She's also a wife and mother of three girls to Ava, Anna, and Aya. Effie, welcome. Thank you. We're so excited to have you. And I'm like so curious to find out more about you and your story of success and all the things. But Let's start by what does success actually mean to you? And we'll take it from there. Um, okay. Success to me, mainly the first thing that comes to my mind would be freedom and having more time. Um, it's, I've had a very busy life. Like many times, most of my life, I've actually had like three jobs, at least two. I feel like I've always had at least two jobs. And for my, uh, many years, three, as well as like having a family and raising three children and I found it very difficult to have time and be able to choose like where I spent my time. It was always like work, work, work. And obviously when you have kids, your priorities change. So for me to have the opportunity after putting in so many hours in different jobs and working for others um, like JP Morgan and Cosmopolitan and having to go in, you know, into the office and report to somebody else. Like I've always knew that success for me was like being my own boss and making my own time and my own schedule. Um, obviously you have to schedule meetings during the day, but right now, um, finally I have like a very flexible, um, calendar. I would, I would say, um, where I could, I do work at night a lot once my kids go to bed, but that gives me an opportunity to, when my kids come home from school, I like just change into mom mode. 
um, instead of being in an office and, you know, having to leave around dinner time, coming home and, you know, dinner, bath, bed, that's it. So to me, that's like the most important thing. And I feel like that's when I tasted my first success was um, when I was able to quit Cosmopolitan. And uh, I do still work with my husband a lot, but like that, that job also is very flexible as far as, I mean, it's his company and I just can work whenever. I just have to get the job done, right? So the hours are, you know, as long as I get it done, it's fine. So um, to me, that's the most important part of success is just having the freedom to choose how you want to spend your time. I, I love that. Okay. So maybe we should talk about what you do. What's Cassandrinos International? And like also part two of this, how does this business that you own vary from like the Cosmopolitan Hotel in Vegas? Oh my God. <laughs> well, first the jump from JP Morgan to Cosmopolitan was insane. Cause like JP Morgan, well, it was investment banking and I went straight from college. Um, and I worked for the vice chairman who was, I think like the highest, um, the highest banker in Chicago at the time and in investment banking. So you could, I mean, investment banking. So I don't want to say serious, but kind of like, you know, it's very corporate, I should say. Um, so going from there and then going to Cosmo, which was like, I don't know, just very laid back, like party, like, I don't want to say party, but you know, just very different atmosphere. Um, but it's always like, you have to report to somebody and you had to, you know, do something someone else says like all the time. And with Cassandrinos, it's like, there's a passion there that I didn't have for my other jobs. Like I did have passion for my bosses. I had amazing relationships and I'm still in touch with um, all my bosses that I had. Um, I think being an executive assistant, you have to have that special type of relationship to make it really work because you work so closely together. So I did have, I guess, I don't want to say a passion, but I did care and was extremely loyal. Those are like the only two jobs I've had since college. So you could tell, um, I was very loyal and like enjoyed them. But um, with Cassandrinos, it's a whole different ball game, right? It's like our name, it's our family, um, the oil that is produced and distributed here in the US um, and all over the world, actually, we do ship internationally, but um, it comes from like our family and surrounding farmers, which is just amazing because especially now with the economy over there, like they can get all the help they need, you know? Um, so just knowing that that's where we spent our summers and those trees were same trees that have been there hundreds and hundreds of years. Um, it's just like a whole different feel, like when you're working on Cassandrinos. Oh my God, I love that. So you <laughs> are in the business of olive oil. Yes. How did you, how did your family get into the business of olive oil? Like that to me, it's not random, but it's not like an everyday profession. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you're Greek, you know, you just you just use olive oil for everything, like everything. I think it's probably why they live so long. Like my, um, my dad's mother, my grandmother, who I'm named after, actually, she just recently passed away a few weeks ago and she was just about to be 103. And there it's normal. Like if you pass away at like 85, they're like, oh my gosh, he died so young. He's just a kid. It's like, what? <laughs> like, but it's just a part of life. I mean, they, I mean, olive oil is used for everything and it's just such an important part of their, like their diet. And um, so there, like when you come here for Greeks that, you know, came to America and they're like, uh, 
what is this olive oil? We need our olive oil. So most Greek families, a lot of them, they ship olive oil for themselves anyway here to the U.S. and olives as well. Like our family has like barrels of olives. When I go to my dad's house, I get so excited if my brother hasn't eaten them already because he eats olives like they're candy. But um, but so my uncle, actually one of my, two of my uncles actually would bring it over and started kind of selling it to like restaurants, not nothing online, but just some restaurants and things like that. Um, so Tony would have some and I, he actually was, I want to say New Jersey, but I could be wrong. He was in the military for like 22 years. So he was everywhere. Um, but I think it was when he was at a CrossFit, like in New Jersey, and he would bring some to his friends and they were all like going crazy over it. Like, oh my God, I need more. I need more. So he would go home and get some more for my uncle and bring it to them. And uh, some of his friends just had an idea, like, why don't you sell, like, why don't you sell this? It's like amazing. You can't find stuff like this here. So he thought, um, okay, I'll try, you know, do it online. And then he's like, he was a full-time active Marine. So he's like, oh, let me see if Effie wants to get involved. So he asked me, and this is when I was at JP Morgan pre-kids. And I was like, and I was also a waitressy. I always waitressed and bartended like my whole life. I grew up in the restaurant business. Obviously, I'm Greek. We have a Greek diner <laughs> and my mom had an Italian restaurant. So I always grew, I mean, I was busting tables at like five years old in my dad's diner. Um, and my mom would always tell me, you need to know how to do this because wherever you are, you know how to serve a bartend. You always be, you always have a job. So I always did that just for fun and extra money. Um, so I was doing that plus JP Morgan and he's like, do you want to do this? I'm like, sure. Why not? Let's, let's try. Um, and of course, as soon as we started the business, like having to do the logo, the name, like incorporate the business, he gets deployed, right? How ironic. <laughs> so I kind of got stuck with that and, um, that's how it started. And it, honestly, you guys, it was so, it was what, 2012, I think. And we were both so busy and had things going on that it just kind of organically grew, but we didn't really have the time to spend and really grow the business. So it just kind of like was there. And we always knew when it was time when we had like Tony to retire from the military and for me to be able to focus on it more, that's when we would really put the time in. And that has happened like in the last couple of years. So we've been around for a while, but we're just like recently in the last few years starting to really grow. I love this. <laughs> I love it. And also, well, first of all, I'm a hospitality girl. Oh, and nice. Olive oil. <laughs> so, you're speaking my language. And I, I, what I really love about what you just shared is that it kind of happened organically mm-hmm. and that it was something that you had a passion for. You noticed it and you started it without this great expectation. You know, I feel like sometimes a lot of entrepreneurs go into their businesses with this huge expectation of what their business is going to do within just a few years. And and many are left quite disappointed, to be honest, because they realize that it's a lot of work and effort and it's not going as fast as they want. But what I have found is that when we do something for the passion of doing it and allow it to grow and, and approach it with some more flexibility and curiosity, knowing that when you have the time in your case, you still worked, your husband was in the military, like there was still things going on for you. But knowing that when the time is right, you're going to keep growing it, but you're passionate about it enough to, to keep nurturing it, you know, so that when you were ready to hit go, you're like, now we're in. So I love that it was like an, an organic journey more than a like, 
I'm like stopping everything and I'm jumping into this business and I'm quitting everything else I'm doing. Yeah. Um, because we don't hear people talk about that as much. It's almost as if it's a less sexy story, but I actually think it is, a, it is actually what makes it so awesome. <laughs> yeah. It's been a while. And, um, I just to correct you there, Tony is actually my brother, not my husband. So Tony was the one oh. in the military. So he was the one that he's my business partner and he's the one that was uh, at the military in the Marines. So I started it with him. My husband does all the blaze pizza stuff, but um, yeah, it did. I mean, it really, and we made so many mistakes. Oh my God. I just laugh like thinking back and he actually has some pictures of him like in his um, where was he when he first started shipping? He's been all over. Like I'm telling you, I, I can't even remember half the places he lived, but he was in one of his apartments, like having like little boxes and labels. Like we started like fulfilling, like, you know, you see all those businesses are like, this is where we started in our garage. It's like truly like one of those. So it's cool. Like even seeing all of the shipments and these people and like all over the country, it's like, how do you even know about us? You know, it's kind of cool to to see it grow. Well, I love, that's amazing. Okay. I want to talk about mistakes. Oh God. So the mistakes I can't even like, I wish I w- like Tony's probably laugh. Like we have made so many mistakes and so many, um, I'm sure all companies do, but you just grow and you figure it out. But yeah. Like what's like a lesson you learned like the hard way um, in your opinion. I mean, it could, it doesn't have to be a huge mistake or a huge lesson. I just know like Teresa's an entrepreneur. I'm an entrepreneur. I've been an entrepreneur basically since I came out of the womb <laughs> and like, there's, there's a lot of lessons to learn the hard way. Yeah. A lot of lessons too, I think is, um, I think we've switched a lot of apps and I mean, we're an online business, right? So we have a lot of applications we need. I mean, that's our store. And I feel like we've switched so many times or like we get a recommendation for a certain thing and we go, we go to that. And then it ends up being like, you know, a headache and we have to like start over and, and do another thing. And, um, I don't know, like not looking into things as much, maybe because we do have so many other things going on. Um, I noticed that sometimes we just have to slow down and be like, okay, wait, let's stop and see exactly what we have to do and do more research. There's definitely some things, decisions that we made that I think we needed, uh, we needed to do more research on mm-hmm. and kind of slow down. Um, and then a few like things with like products and stuff. Um, like trying to expand maybe like, I don't know, just trying to like focus on like our olive oil. And like, we want to do like our vinegar line and stuff like that. And when we first come out with it, we had like a more flavor, like so many flavors and we're like, no, let's just focus on like the best of the best and like go from there. I don't know if that makes sense. Wait, so you sell vinegar as well? Oh my gosh. Our vinegars are amazing. Hey, let's talk about what you sell. I thought you only sold oil. I guess we need to get together and learn more about each other. Olive oil obviously is like our baby, right? So like we started on olive oil and that's our main, that always will be like our main like product, I guess you could say. Um, And our olive oil, just for like a little background, it is um, certified organic and it is all from our families like grove. So it's not just our family. I'm sorry. Like I said, the surrounding villages, but that same Valley, that same region, all of our olive oil comes from there. Cause I think what happens a lot and people don't realize, like you might get a bottle of olive oil, like Trader Joe's, right. And it's like, Oh, made in Italy, but really the olives are from like all over the world and they get sent to Italy and they're 
who knows how old they are. They're like, it's cheap. I mean, it's expensive. It's not cheap. So they would get like the cheapest olive oil and they're packed in Italy. So therefore it's like Italian olive oil. So it's really hard to find like really good organic, like single source olive oil. And that's like what we pride ourselves on and the fact that it's fresh. So our olive oil will never be like in a Vons or Albertsons or probably even like a Whole Foods. Because when, when that happens, you kind of like lose the quality control of it. And we try to bring it over court, like every quarter we bring over it. So it's like as fresh as possible, which uh, causes a lot of growing pains with inventory, like trying to keep it. Okay, this is fresh, but shoot, you're growing. Like currently right now, we're out of almost everything and our container lands in two days. <laughs> that gets to the port. So it's always like, uh, you know, but that's like kind of what you have to do if you want to keep it fresh. You don't, I don't want to have like old oil. So it's very hard as you're growing and as the containers go from a pallet to a half container to a full container like it's it gets tricky like as you're growing but um okay that's enough so that's our olive oil but vinegar our vinegar is actually not greek um it is from moderna italy um but it's amazing we have uh we have five flavors and um the main one is our 25 star balsamic vinegar so and we also have these super cute gift boxes with oil and vinegar. Um, well, I can't I, buy the oil. Yeah, like how? Hard. Like I, yeah, like how can us? Well, like, Teresa's in Mexico. I'm in Canada. Like, how do you ship everywhere? Or like, what we how, do? And we, I'm actually in the process of uh, redoing our shipping. Canada. We always had a huge following and shipping in Canada, and then I don't know if it was COVID or what happened, but the pricing for shipping to Canada like skyrocketed. It was crazy. And our poor customers, because we always had like a kind of a live calculator, like what happened? It's like three times as much. So we're actually like negotiating new like contract for Canada. We've been searching you Canadians. I don't know. I feel so bad. I'm like, I'm, and we have a lot of interest because I don't know if we have like affiliates in Canada, but we do have a lot of interest. And I am going to focus this year also on trying to get a distributor up in Canada um I can just I'm gonna see you in May I can just smuggle a bunch of bottles back with me oh yeah for sure <laughs> you could take take what you want um but yeah so we can we do ship internationally but uh I'm working on getting a more affordable for especially our Canadian customers so we have some options we've been we, I've been working on this for months oh my gosh um, yeah. I will, so Effie, so your your fam, like your husband's in the restaurant industry, your mom and dad were or are. Does everyone use your oil? Yeah, well, Bla so Blaze Corp, Blaze doesn't. Um, we've actually been in contact with them, but uh, in order, you know, they're a uh, franchise, so they all have to stick to the same thing. So we have to be large enough to kind of have distributors throughout the whole like nation. And we're not quite there yet. We That'd be a huge contract for you. Yeah, I know. I know. We're working. Hey, Blaze, you hear that? Blah, blah, Blaze. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, that would be amazing because they use so much because they make their dough fresh there and every batch of dough has olive oil in it. I mean, they use it for their pesto. They use a lot. So um, we're working on it. We have we brought on like two years ago, one of our really good friends. She's like family to us, uh, Erica, who's our wholesale manager. So we never really touched wholesale. We just didn't have time. So she's really um, been working on it. And we're, um, we have two, two uh, distributors and we are like in a lot of restaurants and hotels now. So 
That's kind of cool. We went to dinner and when we were at Expo West last week, which, oh my gosh, I don't know if you guys have ever been to Expo West. That is insane. What, what's um, Expo West? Tell us. It's like natural products, natural, a lot of food, but also like supplements and some other products. It's one of the largest like expos. I think there was over a hundred thousand people there. It was a madhouse. It was insane. Like so many vendors, so many cool vendors, but, um, it was, it was crazy. It was in Anaheim, the Anaheim Convention Center. And I'd been there before, but just not as, this was our first time we were exhibitors. So cool. it was cool. interesting. We met some, we had some really great contacts, but after we went to dinner to a restaurant that uses our olive oil and spoke to the chef. And I was like, I wanted to cry. I was like, oh my God. He's like, your olive oil is the best. And the food was so good. And he was just, just listening to like chefs talk about it too. It's just like, you know, a little extra because they know so much and are so familiar and use different kinds. So I don't know. It was, it was like, oh, it was sweet. So yeah. And then we also sell spices. We just came out with a spice line. So that's cool. Yeah. Oh my God. I love it. That's so funny. Cause like going from JP Morgan to like being in like the olive oil empire is very like very yeah, different. Just so stop different. in Vegas. <laughs> stop at a hotel in Vegas. And yeah. I think that's interesting. And yeah, like I was actually going to say, but then we got distracted uh, or sidetracked. Um, Teresa was a GM of a boutique hotel oh, really? in Whistler, like an award-winning hotel. So there, there is a lot of like overlap between you two. And, you know, you for everyone out there listening, like I know Effie through Baby Bathwater Institute, which is a group we're a part of. And Teresa is my business bestie, and they, but they've never met each other. So I love that they're they're finally mm-hmm. meeting each other. And Although we're not talking about necessarily the hotel world, there's so much similarity between the both of you. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I, I just love it. You know, I love your story, Effie. And I love that. Like, I just have, a, and maybe that is because I'm a hospitality girl and hotel girl. And like, I'm into like quality experiences even when I buy something you know like yeah I I think like when I hear you talk about how the olive oil is produced and that it's all from one area and I love that your family is involved in all like in all stages of the production you know you're not just hired somebody to do some things for you like it's like a real like a legit like (laughs) it's like a legit family business where your family is involved as much as you can all the way from the states to Greece Mm -hmm. and then back into the states and I just love that you know there is that human aspect to to your business there is that like that there's that component that I think so often goes missing when companies become larger or more mainstream and it's cool to see too right like or to hear you talk about some of the challenges as you grow right Mm -hmm. to be like hey we're just not like if we grow past a certain level we can't produce enough olive oil to be able to keep up with it so that's not it so then you know for me as somebody who scales businesses and like that's what I do I'm always like okay well then how do you do it right like how do you do it and how else can you expand and so I love that you you know you're obviously thinking about that and coming up with solutions and figuring like all these pieces, I think, I don't know. I just think they're fascinating (laughs) and, you know, bringing this back to something that you said at the very beginning, right? Success means having the freedom to choose how you spend your time. Mm -hmm. And I feel like 
sometimes we think that's just to do things we love, but the reality of this is you're passionate about this business, how you're growing it. And so for you to not only be able to have the flexibility to be with your kids when you want to be with your kids, but to spend your time on something you genuinely care about when you're not with them. Yeah. That is really for me, something that just like really sticks out from this conversation. And obviously people can't see your beautiful smile, but whenever you start talking about what you do, you like radiate. Like I know I I had somebody tell me that last week. (laughs) They're like, oh my God, your eyes are so like big right now when you're talking about it. But it is true. I mean, we're so passionate about it. And I mean, we grew up on this stuff, you know, so like just to be able to like bring it here and to share it to others is so, is so great. And we'll never like sell out, right? Like I could never, it is expensive and the way we do it is like obviously more expensive. We're not mixing olive oils. We're not bringing olives from anywhere else, but it's like the fact that it's our name and we have, you know, we have a certain brand and we stick by it. Like that's, it's just, I don't know. It's like our, it's like our baby, you know, oh my gosh. it's, we're a really small team. It's like my brother, um, my brother, me, Erica, who I mentioned the wholesale manager, and then our cousin, um, Afrasini, who she has another full-time job, but she does all of our like labeling, labeling, packaging. She makes everything pretty. Um, she's awesome. So it's just like a four person team. <laughs> oh my gosh. I want to so, come, I want to come to visit you guys in Greece. Oh yes, you have to do that. You should do field trips like Willy Wonka. You should do a contest like Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory and have on the bottles the if you peel back the label and it's oh, gold, you win a gold. We did give ticket. away a trip to Greece, actually. I want to I want to come. This to... was a few years ago, but that would be a cool way to do it. Oh, yeah, my gosh, I, I love it. Tony. Tony would love that. Tony I, does all of our like sales and marketing and that whole aspect, which I know nothing about, like nothing. And I do all of the logistics finances and mm-hmm. fulfillment like type stuff and all of that headache stuff like in the back end <laughs> and <he laughs> oh, the this, oh, this is my first that... podcast ever and Tony's probably oh, done God. like a thousand well here welcome to I the game Effie <laughs> welcome to the game I love this you building an oil empire but not the bad oil the good oil not the, the like oil. <laughs> not the pipeline oil but the like good for you oil I love it yeah, this all is so I can good. think of is dipping a piece of like bread like I got bought fresh sourdough fresh oh it's so good fresh bread and I'm like all I can think since we've having this conversation is dipping it in well some you're I see you're salivating I see a little <laughs> <laughs> it's so good I eat that all the time with like the vinegar and then we, one of our spices is like a spice blend to put in there oh, guys it's so good Good. Well, you're making us jealous. You're gonna, we're gonna. Well, I'm gonna see you in a, in like a month or so, and I'm gonna have I'll to bring dip some bread and oil. Okay. One of my all-time room. favorite things, Effie, is actually like when you have really good olive oil and you get some duca. Do you, have you ever had duca? The like spice mix. It's like a Middle Eastern, I guess, like spice mm-hmm. mix. And I think dip, I've heard of it. Yeah, and you dip that. Yeah, you dip it in the olive oil, and then you dip it in the spice mix, and it's just like so good. Oh yeah. my God. Oh my gosh. Okay. Effie. Yes. How can people find your product and learn more about you? Well, we have our website is cassandrinos.com. I don't know if I need to spell that. It's kind of hard, but we have a lot of information <laughs> on there about like our story, about all of us, like the team that I had just mentioned, the four of us. And one thing that kind of sticks out with us is like, we're very transparent. You know, there's obviously a lot of things with olive oil where there's been 
a lot of fraud with olive oil and like mixing with other cheaper oils and stuff. I think they are trying to crack down on that a lot. But um, we do have all of our like chemical analysis and all of our certifications and everything online. Um, but it also kind of tells uh, tells you about the whole process of it and a little bit about our family. And you could see some of the, you know, the trees and all the pictures in there are actually like our like the facility where it's all bottled and then like the actual groves that they come from. So you can get a lot of info on there as well. I love that. Oh, okay. So one final question for you, Effie. Yes. I'm excited to hear what you have to say, but, oh, and by the way, Cassandrinos is a little hard to spell. Like I couldn't even say it for the first little bit, but it, you know, <laughs> I was like, how do I, I say your last name again, Effie? It is like, it's, it's spelled just the way it sounds. I know. Like it sounds out, but it is, it's long. So people but, are like, but what? your link, the link to your website and socials are in the show notes. So don't okay, even worry cool. about spelling it, people. You just okay. got to click the link. It's a hyperlink. Um, okay. So Effie, what advice do you have for people who are on their journey to success? Um, my advice would be just to like follow your passion and what makes you happy. Like just waking up every day. I tell my girls this all the time. I'm like, whatever you choose to do, like just wake up happy every day, not just like, oh, I have to end up going. And sometimes you're not going to get there right away. Like I always had goals. Like weird. Like when I was 30, I was like, you know what, if I'm going to be single when I'm 30, I was living in Chicago. I'm like, I'm going to have my own condo. And I got it when I was 29 or like when I'm 40, I'm working for myself. Like I'm not working for anyone else. So I think it's really important to like have goals for yourself and not like unrealistic goals that you're going to be like bummed out that you're not going to hit, but just some kind of like life goal, like broad life goals. Like this is where I want to be just so you're always kind of like striving for something. Mm -hmm. And it's, um, I don't know, like for me, it wasn't like I found my passion right away, like right out of college, like I kind of had to grow and work to get to where I am right now. So you kind of have to be patient with yourself and understand like the process. But I think just having like that end goal and figuring out kind of how you're going to get there um, is kind of is just like will help you along your journey. I think that's important. I really much, I really much, I very much <laughs> believe in goal setting. Like I've been setting goals since I was 19. And like figuring out how to get there is like half the fun. And then like ending up there without following the plan. Like, you know, you set a goal and you have a plan, but sometimes the plan it's doesn't work out. Follow, you're never going to yeah. follow the plan exactly. Yeah. Or like, yeah. Like there's a lot, sometimes a lot of detours. And it's funny, Teresa and I often talk about like how success isn't the destination, but it's the journey. Like the success path is the journey and you're on this like forever journey. So I love that you said that. And I love the beginning of this chat when you said it's freedom, success is freedom, because that's actually really common amongst the entrepreneurs we talk to. And like, it is about the freedom and defining what that freedom means for you. And I love that for you, it's spending time with your family. And, you know, I think that's really beautiful. So thank you so much for letting us pop your podcast, Cherry. <laughs> you're very welcome. Oh, you're such a treat. I appreciate being on here. Oh, you're amazing. And thank you to everyone for tuning in to another episode of Dissecting Success. We land in your ears every Tuesday. We've been doing this for two years. You're just discovering us now. Go back. Go back and listen to all of our episodes. They're fun. They're quirky. You learn stuff. You laugh. Maybe you cry because life got hard for both of us over time. But you know what? You're all amazing. And Effie, you're phenomenal. Thank you for dissecting success with us. And until next time, peace. Bye. Thank you. Bye. That's a wrap for another episode of Dissecting Success. 
enjoyed this episode? Make sure to subscribe to Blair Kaplan Venables and Teresa Lambert's podcast, Dissecting Success on the App Store. And follow us on Instagram at Teresa Lambert Coaching and Blair from Blairland to stay up to date on our latest episodes, badass offers, and more. 